I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. No, this is not a drill, Murph. Head over to www.fiveyardrush.co.uk, click the shop and get yourself some merch because it's live. The shop is there and you need yourself a new t-shirt, bro. How you doing? I'm good, bro. Uh, Need a new t-shirt? Always. I probably always do. Where can you find the uh, shop on the site? So along the top, there's all the tabs. There's one there that says shop. Click on that. takes you in. T-shirts, jumpers, hoodies. I'll tell you what, Rush Nation. Let us know on Twitter, at 5 Yard Rush, if there's anything you want added to the shop. Or if it is in the shop, isn't in the shop, but there's a similar item. So for instance, if there's a hoodie with a logo that you like, but you want it on a jumper or a T-shirt, I'm pretty sure your boy, your, your boy Stocks can sort you out. Hey Amen. What I love is that the FFCC shirts are on there as well. Yes, sir. So if you are planning on entering, you can do that. Uh, my favourite, the uh, Neverflex. Neverflex on Thursdays on there. A few different options. Oh, I like, like the classic sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. That's tasty. I'm loving it, man. It's a. It's. I know it's been a real labour of love. I can uh, safely take zero point one percent of the credit for this shop. Okay. <laughs> it's you and Lee have done everything on there because people have been asking me so like people that have uh, shipped the people have got the shirts we shared them on Twitter uh, my mate Colin got in touch and said they look fly he, and uh, 
shout out to Colin, good lad. He uh, he's doing a live event for his podcast. Um, wrong shape ball. No. Well, that's the. I mean, it's oh, it's the wrong yeah. shape for this podcast. Yeah, I thought you were getting mixed up with uh, no, 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 with, no. with Mossy. Then that's yeah, so he runs half, half and half uh, scarfs podcast, which is a podcast near and dear to my heart. It's a very very funny podcast. The lads on there are brilliant. Um, give them a listen. But uh, they're doing a live event at Sutton. There's still tickets. Uh, we've got a couple. They're free, by the way. You don't have to pay anything. It's at Sutton, uh, Gander Green Lane. Sutton United Football so Ground, Sutton nonetheless. Sutton United Football Ground, so appropriate. Uh, they're on I. with another po- podcast. Uh, they're yeah. going to split the time. Have you listened to the other podcast? Uh, I have a couple of times. Okay. So, yeah, it's, but my my mates are better. I'm biased, but yeah. it's fine. It's good. It's just a night of uh, shambolic chat. And who doesn't like be, shambolic yeah, chat? I mean, there will be some uh, Fs and lots of words. Not safe for work. Not safe for the podcast, but go check it out. But yeah, I love the shop. Shop's amazing. And then, uh, yeah, Neil Elliott, he's well passed on. He wanted to know where they could uh, get quality merch. So well, you can get it at 5 We can now. Uh, you can select the options. Love it. It's amazing. We've got a couple more secret ones to drop as well that I'm working on with Lee. One of them is a personal favourite of mine, and you might see it in... Well, not the next show, because I think it's 10-day delivery, so maybe in a couple of weeks. But anyway, today, Murph, what are we doing? Today, my friend, we're going to do some news. There's a lot of news going on with the Combine about to start. Free agency, the legal tampering period is about to start. We've got free agency stuff. We've got Combine. We've got... Um, some news of some players that have been reinstated. Um, Terrible decision. And, uh, yeah, then we're going to talk about some RB1s from last year. Um, but before I do that, there's uh, some articles going on the site this week. Mm-hmm. So you released uh, another banger, your RB3, or your RB, your third tier RBs uh, in this rookie class. Yeah, although I, it's difficult because I released my weekly. I did my top tier, middle tier, and third tier. I... I could have gone into a fourth tier, but I figured I should probably hit some other positions before the combine's finished and everything's locked in stone. Although that now, in my head, when I've said it out loud, makes more sense because then after the combine, I know exactly where I stand. But I like to think that I might be able to see something before the combine that might come true or I see something in the tape from pre-combine and then they perform badly in the combine and my take was poor. So I like both sides of that argument. That's fair. But I, th- I think that's... It's a good way to look at it because I, I just think that when it comes to combine, I, I, I don't let the combine really shape my overarching opinion if I have one on a player. I let it sort of be a tiebreaker. Um, I think or that, if someone does something ho- horrifically bad. But then I think a good marker of that is DK Metcalf at last year's combine and stuff. And he was getting absolute pelters for being a ferry on his turning speed and stuff. And then It was bad though. Yeah, but then he balled out as a almost complete receiver in his first year. So sometimes yeah. maybe it's taken a little bit too much. There's not enough of a pinch of salt taken. Uh, yeah, I I think that's definitely fair. Um, but I think yeah, I think it's a a question of sometimes when it when it comes to certain players, I think with the combine it's about some players need to overperform to get their stock back up. Mm-hmm. Some people need to avoid failure. Um, DK Metcalf was kind of in that. So DK Metcalf was a, a very high prospect. 
he just basically had to not tank. And what he did with that three coins, he tanked. He tanked badly. Um, and it's quite an important um, measurable for wide receivers. And ultimately, he's better than what his three cone was. But you can understand the concerns of teams and why he ended up falling to 64. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think it's it's important. I think it's just important not to tank. And I think for some people, I'm not really... Like, the 40 time gets the most play. Ultimately, the 40 time is useful because it's a useful measure. We've got about 30, 40 years worth of, of data now, right? So you can go back and compare them to previous classes and previous generations, etc. But ultimately, I don't care who runs the fastest in the 40 time. If someone runs a 421, 420, heck, if someone runs a 419 in this combine, that's not going to make me think that they're the best player in the class no and i think um, it also with the 40 it's less important for some positions than it's blown up because it's shown that it's almost the blue ribbon event of the of the 100%. combat isn't it and and for running backs and stuff you you want your three cone your short shuttle when you're 20 yard to be more important than your 40 well i do think the 40 is important but from the other side i think if you're a running back and you're running in the the high four sevens the four eights the four nines you've got a problem whereas what I'd like to see in future combines is more data around miles per hour, um, actually like the speed they're traveling, because that to me is more important. Because how often is a running back going to run 40 yards? Not that often. No. However, if we can measure their burst, and all of a sudden you've got a running back and he's running 23 miles an hour, and the next one in the class is running 21, that to me is more measurable because that's something that you can see, like what's their acceleration What's their, how quickly do they hit their top speed? Those kind of measures are more important because running backs run on average five yards. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day... That's not a coincidence, no. sports fans. <laughs> so what do, what do you expect? You want them to... You want to measure those important measurables to see what they're like. You know, you do have a few guys that will take it to the house and that's where the 40 time comes in. But ultimately, if they're slow off the line, that's where the the four eights, the four nines will highlight that, and then that puts them into a whole bracket of territory of horribleness. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Move the Sticks podcast with Dan Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks, and Jeremiah did a good piece. I can't remember the running backs one, but for quarterbacks and wide receivers, he took a stat that he liked from the twenty nineteen season. So I think his uh, wide receiver one was receptions, and then he averaged all the receptions out um, and then people who had those receptions he took their 40 time or their however they did in the combine and compared it to what the average is coming in so for instance like a 4.65 for a wide receiver is a good or a, is what the average time or hand size and it's quite interesting actually as to who is above and below these things in the top 12 Definitely. of each position which I so yeah go check out Move the Sticks I can't claim any of the the stats for that but it was interesting just to hear the the breakdown of each position from dj yeah definitely we've got a little bit off uh here which is what we do which is awesome um other content that's coming this week i'll be dropping the quarterbacks uh points above streaming metric piece this week first positional one first positional one article three in the series uh 
read the first two parts before you read this because it's important just for the context. It's like watching the third Lord of the Rings first. You just can't do it. Uh, you could do it. There'll still be actionable insight in there, but basically it's looking at the position scarcity in drafts, what you can do versus a uh, mind streaming model. Um, who? Which, spoiler, uh, is not a lot compared to the quarterback position. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it's, it's important to see what was beaten and then... It's it's just like highlighting trends of, of just how much I value quarterbacks versus what I can pick up as a streaming option. And, you know, there's always things you can take with a little pinch of salt in that article. But ultimately, it, there's data there to, to back up and, and look at that metric because it's going to highlight position scarcity uh, and different options and actually how much those uh, quote-unquote favorable options are worth over other options. And then, again, spoiler, it's not a lot. Um, and I think that's what's uh, important to, to look at. Um, other pieces coming. I think Nick's writing uh, something as well. Yeah, Asher's, Asher's wrote a good one about yeah. incoming NFL draft steals. So not necessarily for fancy, but players he think might fall in the, in the NFL draft to, to teams that necessarily might should have gone higher. Which is it's a good read, interesting read. And, and arcing back to my running back one, even if you just go in there and, and look at the tar, I mean, go in and read the whole thing. But if you want to quick glaze over the the players' names at least you're then garnering information of players in the draft because there will be a lot of names that if you don't watch college ball, you've got absolutely no idea about. No, and this is a massive year for uh, prospects. There's a huge amount of wide receivers. Um, it's generational wide receiver talent. Potentially, yeah. I definitely think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of options out there. Um, and even a running back, I'd say the same. And I think that's what's really important is that there's a lot of names here. Everyone will know the quarterbacks. Everyone will know. But um, I don't see. I don't think they do. I don't. Or they'll know the names. But will they? Do you think they? Yeah, will? I, I think people will know of Tua and Joe Burrow, and you have to, and Justin Herbert. I think you'd have to have lived under a rock to not know those names. They might not know the Jordan Loves, the Jacob Eason's of this world. But then running backs and wide receivers, I just don't think. Like because I played college ball for the first time fantasy wise this year, I know a few of the names. But even then, because there is three bajillion schools, I'm well out of my depth of I mean, names. I mean, there's loads. You've got for me. There's probably I would think so. On average, there's about thirty. Don't quote me on the number. So it's a round number. It's but round about thirty wide receivers get taken in a draft. I think there could be fifty in this draft that wow. go and get drafted or close to that number that's big time and then running back again very very deep um i think there's some excellent running backs that i think there's going to be some day two and well definitely day two there's going to be day three running backs who i think can get a starting gig in the nfl yeah hundred it's very very deep um positions i think they're pretty weak i don't really love the tight end class no, there's no standout there's a couple of guys that will do a job um there's nothing really to love uh about them uh, not overly big on the safeties. There's a couple of decent cornerbacks, and then there's a massive drop off. Um, good offensive line class. In fact, there's some real elite guys at the top end. Some good defensive line guys as well. So yeah, there's a bit. There's a bit for everybody in in the draft. Um, long way to go. I I strongly suggest. There's a lot of things to do. The combine is an okay way to pick up information but it will sort of unfortunately what happens with the combine is it kind of like becomes the headlights 
and that's all people see is the combine numbers mm. and actually they're 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 nice to have they're they're good but they they don't tell the full story i would suggest you follow people like daniel jeremiah move the sticks i think you follow people like um trevor sycamore locked on nfl draft uh the draft network have amazing profiles of people um listen to us and you can fire me uh questions on twitter i'm happy to either give you a personal opinion on a player um if you want to know a little bit more and i'll tell you what i know uh if i don't know a lot i'll tell you i don't know a lot or i'll go ask someone we luckily have the ability to go and ask some wonderful people like mark schofield um like some of the guys like uh um the guys at the draft network um there's a few guys i'm connected with that are very big on draft a few guys in the uk simon carroll uh ollie hodgkinson of the college chaps um there's a few guys that we can tap up for for personal you know connections and a deep dives of players so if you want to um find out about a specific player or a number of players or just ask us questions do that the more conversations the more questions the more we can do to help educate you on the draft and don't go about trying to learn all 250 players just think about look at mocks look at where your team uh is getting players so like you're big into Shane Hall because he gets mocked fairly frequently to the to the Broncos that kind of makes sense so that's a player you you got an eye on not and, and I know you've looked at him and you 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 love him anyway but I think it's fair to say the mock and Shane Hall going there opened your eyes to him a, a bit more and I think that's a good way to look at mocks don't take him as gospel but if you see a lot of people mocking a player then that's a player to go and look at mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, got well off topic, but uh, no, that's, that, that's it's not yeah. a problem, man. It's the off season. What I do think people need to be aware of, I've seen a little bit in, in the red zone league, and I'm not. This isn't me shouting you out or, or saying you're doing it wrong, but this is the perfect time of year to lose drastically in the dynasty trade by either going on what you've heard in the news now, based on players here, there, or anywhere. Or getting rid of, say, you're stacked at wide receiver. So you're tossing away wide receivers or tossing away running backs in trades for other positions because you're going to draft a load of wide receivers or you've, you've got rid of a couple of your running backs because you've got stellar wide receivers, but all of a sudden now you're going to have to draft running backs. Well, you can massively do yourself out of justice by doing that because if, you, if you're going to stack up on wide receivers wide receivers don't tend to hit in the first year of their NFL careers no they don't they take a time to pick up the the playbook and there's always one or two guys but it, it's dangerous the the other thing is you'll have people that will overcompensate and go and get a lot of draft picks and you'll get people that will um, overvalue draft picks so people are very excited about the 101 this year people are like need to get the 101 need to get the 101 i got josh in the league hounding me for the 104 um and he offered me a trade the trade he offered me was uh philip Lindsay, keenan allen and marquise brown for the 104 and todd gertley and i said i'm not giving up the 104 because Lindsay and gurley gurley slightly arrow up on Lindsay, but it's not i mean it's a bit it's so I'm losing at running back and I'm not overly stacked at running back. Mm. 
And then Keenan Allen, don't know who his quarterback is next year. That's a complete unknown. Marquise Hollywood-Brown is going to be an absolute flyer, but he's going to be a boom and bust. And in a position I don't overly need. So if I execute that trade, that means I lose the 104. My next, I do have another first rounder, but it's right at the tail end of the round. I'm going to lose out on getting a top running back and then at least be short of running back to get Philip Lindsay in, who's not going to really do it for me. Whereas the 104, knowing I'm short running back, that gives me the option of someone who could be really, really good. So that, that trade on paper looks amazing. It looks like, wow, you're getting Keenan Allen, Philip Lindsay, and Marquise Hollywood-Brown. But I don't need all the wide receivers. Because no. I've, I've got players like Alan Robertson who aren't even in my team. Yeah. So it's, it's just like... It, 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 people will look at that and go, well, yeah, I'll give that away. But the 104 is a valuable pick. Having said that, the inversity is, is not the most valuable pick in the sense of you can still miss. You can still pick a player who can absolutely bust. I back myself to pick a good player, but I might not. Yeah. And and then what I've given up. But I have a strategy. I, I go with it. I think it's what you say is, is a good point. This is the time that people can very easily lose a championship even before it begins because you bank on getting a player and then all of a sudden that play, it doesn't work out. Yeah. And, and we, there'll be players in your team now who could be worth a boatload more or a complete dumpster fire less that you could be trading for or trading away for the sake of a possible whim. I mean, take Adam Thielen, for instance. If Stefan Diggs leaves, yeah. then Thielen's the dog. I mean, it's, it's a one-two sitch there anyway, but if Thielen is the main man, he's going to be... He's the alpha there for sure. Yeah. And then players like Devonta Freeman, Don't David Johnson, uh, who else am I thinking of here? Le'Veon Bell, all right, there's, he's probably going to be a Jet, but there is a chance he isn't. Yeah. And what happens if Lev Bell goes to the Texans whose offensive line is a shambles? Let's let's just say it's a worse situation. You're in your, you don't know your situation, so you're not protecting yourself from that this risk. This is bona fide liar's season, right? Because no one's going to give away their strategy oh, for the next... If you can go out and strip people, now's the time to go and do it. But I mean that what you hear in the media is, is, is a lie. Oh, okay, fair. That's what I meant. It's proper liar season. Everything you hear is just... It's all about the game. And until the draft is done, until and at that point free agency is done, just be really careful with the moves you make. We've made some moves um, this off season. You know, we acquired Kyler Murray. I felt it was a smart move because we needed the QB. It's a dynasty league. He's young. He put up good numbers. What we paid, I didn't think was ridiculous. I was happy to execute that sort of trade because we didn't have a quarterback. It turns out that Cam Newton might come back and we might end up being okay, but I wasn't happy with the situation. So we took a calculated risk because with the pick that we traded away, we were going to take a QB anyway. Because we had to. Because we were shoehorned into that strategy. So we used it, and the person who's got that that pick isn't probably going to take a quarterback. They might do because it's super flex, but they might not, and it gives them more options. We were shoehorned into thinking it's Tua or it's Joe Burrow. Or we'll just take Kyler Murray because we know what we've got with Kyler Murray. Known commodity. It's a known commodity and we paid that unknown commodity in a second round pick for it. Happy to pay that. It's just about weighing that up. But I would wait. In those situations, I'm totally fine. If you if there's a clear strategy, you know what you're doing. I think 
do it. But I think if there isn't, just be careful at what you're giving away and just wait. Just It costs nothing to wait and you might miss out on the trade. Fine. If, if someone's in a hurry, it means that they, if they're going to press you onto if, it. If they're in the hurry, you're in the driving seat. 100%. And you just sit there and you just wait it out. And if someone else comes in and does a deal, so be it. It wasn't meant to be. And it could have been a great deal for you, but don't be shoehorned into making deals. And the same way that I don't like to be shoehorned into draft picks. Like I didn't like the fact with the one one in that league, we were going to have to take a QB. I didn't like that. I knew we had to, but it just didn't. I don't like that. I like knowing with a pick, we've got options and we can, by the time the draft had come, we would have decided who that pick was going to be. Yep. But I, I would, you know, the fact that you might have to give up a Judy, a Lamb, uh, Taylor, whatever, and what that could be. How dare you forget Dobbins? Yeah, Dobbins, all of them. But it could be whoever, right? I, I, my point is, to lose all that, I, we would never have got them. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. It's, I think... But then on the, I see the flip side of it as well. If you, If somebody sends you a trade and you've got a feeling about it and you're okay with what you're left with if that feeling guides you down the wrong path as well pull the trigger yeah all day long because if you if you can mitigate if you can mitigate the risk of the trade with your current roster then yeah go for it if you feel that the unknown might prove to be a game changer for you and you can mitigate it by having another strong player in that position then then go for it in the same way that I don't mind if you make a decision that you're going to tank so you're going to trade players now for picks is a, a perfectly fine strategy. The same way that trading your picks to win now and acquire players is also a fine strategy. If you've got a plan, then it's fine. It's just doing it on a whim. Just don't overvalue or undervalue the pick just on a throwaway. Really think about what that pick is worth and what it could potentially be. And yeah, if you're trying to win now or you're trying to tank for later and people give you... Um, picks for players and you're happy that you're going to acquire a load of picks to hit on a lot of these guys and you want to build a young team that's fine if you trade feeling for you know the 102 and the 109 fine you know why wouldn't you do it like, that makes sense i get that the same way that i would trade you know the 103 or the 110 for proven commodity players who are going to make my team better i did a blockbuster trade um the other day and the whole point of that trade was I'll try and win now and they'll try and win in two years time and that's that's a perfectly fine I, I'd read you the trade because it was mental it was was it the one you sent me saying I've been toying with this yeah yeah, yeah. and then I got it better so I traded I traded Odell Beckham Jr. Devon Singletary Preston Williams the 2020 first which was the last pick. So it's the end of the round. It's the 112. The 2021st first round pick, which I'm hoping is also going to be around that range. And the 2022nd third, that's a throwaway pick. And I got Mike Evans and Alvin Kamara. So I've upgraded my running back. I've upgraded my wide receiver. I have given away a young talent, Preston Williams, which I wasn't overly excited to lose, but okay. But then you could draft... Preston Williams with your second round pick 
Yeah, exactly. So I've still got the second round picks, which was keen. Uh, the original trade kind of had second round picks in there and we kind of restructured it. I was much more comfortable giving away my first round pick in the next two years. Because with the 112, I'm not giving up a primary piece. I, there's still a good player to get there, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to get the elite of the class. Yeah. So I'm fine <laughs> with what I've given up. And that, that would be one of my overriding thoughts on a first round pick as well. If you've got a team that you know on paper, barring all the bad luck in the world, is going to be up there next season, your 2021 first round pick is worth a lot more now than it will be next year because it's essentially an end of the round pick. Yeah. So if you can get ta- uh, talent now that, like you said, with Evans and Kamara, is going to win now. That 2021st, you're not going to be getting the Saquon Barkley or no. whoever, Jonathan Taylor, because you're, you're up at the other end. So if you could trade that for a piece that's worth a boatload more, then do it. Don't because it's got a first round tag on it think, oh, it's too valuable. I can't get rid of that. And you can't anticipate where you're going to finish, right? I get a load of inju- I can get a load of injuries and end up on the 101. But you can't think like that. I think you just have to look at it. It is dangerous to give away two first round picks. I'm ultimately trying to play to win a one last year. Uh, I'm trying to build stronger for this year and the following year and to acquire um, more trophies and then blow it up and rebuild. Well, that's it. You strip it down once you've got a few things in the cabinet, right? Yeah, because then I don't mind I don't mind sitting around a couple of years if I've if I've won a couple. But What I would be wary of as well, sorry, whilst we're on the topic and we're waxing lyrical over here, Rush, it, uh, Rush Murph, is don't trade away all your draft assets for one year. So say you're in a three-round rookie draft. Don't trade away all three. Don't, if you're in a four or five, like, I would always try and keep alternate draft picks. Or if, you're, if you've got a third and a fifth, say, or, or, or keep something so that you can refresh the talent pool a little bit. Because those players are going to be on players' teams, not in the free agency pool when it comes to free agency opening up. And you want, let's, you know, last year I traded back into our home dynasty league and I picked up Darrell Henderson because at the time Todd Gurley might not have played football again. That didn't work out. Marquise Brown went the pick after. Or Devin Singletary went three picks after I took Darrell Henderson. And I came, I traded back in to get Henderson knowing that if I got the Rams RB1, I was, that was me done. I, you know. Yeah. Um, so don't necessarily give up on your whole draft because there's going to be steals out there that you might get second, third, fourth round. And I mean, Alvin, Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt went third round in the NFL. Yeah. So they'll be out there, especially this year with it being so deep. 100%. Murph, let's do some news, man, because, uh, well, before we do that, just reviews, please, please give us some reviews, please really, really need some reviews. Haven't had any, had a couple across the pond, but none, this side of the UK. If you're in the UK, you haven't written us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, um, please do um, grab your wife's iPhone if you don't have one, iPad, uh, just anything like that. I think you can even do it online um, for a web browser. Just anything like that, honestly. It means uh, the world to us. It means we can uh, rise up rankings. We, we don't do too badly, but the further we get up, the, the more likely we are to get some really, really uh, big names so and that's it that's it oh and head over to Patreon join up to the three tiers of Rush Nation or just throw a dollar into the tip jar we would massively appreciate support support over there Rush Nation yeah definitely talking of support today's news segment is brought to you by helmethouse.co.uk the boys over there are sorting out legit 
helmets that are signed by the stars of the NFL. And if you use the code 5YARDRUSH, get yourself 5% off your order today. Man, we need one for the desk. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've got two little Jameis ones, but I feel like a huge... Well, one's a Jameis one, the other one's this one you got me for my birthday. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Jameis has worn both colours. That's true. Um, yeah, one day we'll get one. All right. We're too busy throwing, uh, giving t-shirts away and all sorts. Yeah, we're just, we're not on camera now, most so we don't need <laughs> But yeah, team it, t-shirts here, there and everywhere. Should rapid fire the news? Well, I was thinking that, and I was thinking maybe we should do the news, talk a little bit about your PAS metric, and then smash the running backs next week. We could do that. Just because... You know what we're like, bro. We're, yeah, yeah. We're into the pod already, and I don't want to take away from any of these running backs. That's fair. Let's do that. Let's see how we get on with the news. Stephen Jones has said Dak is a Cowboys quarterback for the future. Days before the franchise tag window begins, Dak Prescott is still without a deal. Cowboys EVP Stephen Jones said the two sides haven't negotiated since September, but he remains optimistic that they'll strike a deal. Do you see a franchise tag coming along over there? Uh, I mean, there will be one used. Do I think it's for him? I, I think they get a deal done. I think Cooper gets the tag. I've got this sneaky feeling Cooper just gets slinked out and he's somewhere else next year. Could totally happen, man. Definitely for sure. I just don't... I know Jerry doesn't like to get rid of talent and he keeps hold of his five-star guys, but there's just something about this Amari Cooper deal that doesn't strike quite right with me. Yeah, I I totally get that. Um, I think they gave the first round pick to Amari, and I think therefore they would ought to get him. So I I think they've got a plan for him. I think they keep him. Um, I think they tag and they work something out. They'll do something miraculous with the cap. It's, it's Jerry Jones, man. They'll, they'll work something out. Things are always bigger in Texas, baby. Right, this next one, Rush Nation. I just, uh, I mean, I. <sighs> I don't know, Murph. The NFL reinstated linebacker Vontez Perfect after serving a 12-game suspension for his helmet-to-helmet hit, which was disgusting, on Jack Doyle during the 2019 season. That's from Tom Palacero. Perfect is an unrestricted free agent this spring. Man, just stop the guy playing football. Yeah, I, I think enough is enough. I, I think, for me, there should be a, a three-strike rule. They do it in state-side stuff. They do it all the time. I think if you commit a serious offence and you get a serious suspension for it, fine. Second time, that's like your final warning. You do it the third time. I think this can be applied to drugs bans. Uh, I think it'd be uh, violent conduct. Um, Funny story about three strike rules. My sister's dog is on its third strike coming at my flat for chewing Hunter's toys. So that's it? Well, apparently, yeah. I mean, she's, she's had three strikes, but Oh, well, that's it. She can't come. Yeah, but then, you know, the second strike, my sister did buy a completely new wooden tea set for the boy, so does that eradicate the strike? Does it go back? I said that doesn't happen in Major League Baseball. No, you don't get it back. That's what I'm saying. The umpire, you can't buy a strike back. No. Um... Let us know, Rush Nation. Do you think my sister's dog <laughs> should be banned from Casa Mitchell? Let's... If not, it will be soon anyway. <laughs> then he hasn't learned. Um... Yeah, I, I think I think Vontis Perfect shouldn't play football again, and I'd be comfortable saying that. And, um, he's just not someone who has learned from his previous experiences. I don't think he's going to learn from a twelve-game suspension. So, um, isn't he 
um, what's the thing I'm looking for? Isn't he responsible for thirty three percent of yeah. the amount of money we fined did this by? Standard, yeah, 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 the amount of fines that have been collected this decade or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, he's keeping somebody in business, and he's not actually earning any money. So, he's basically working for free, he's like a giant charity. So, uh, yeah, I, but let's see who signs him. Someone's got to sign him first now. XFL. Uh, I just don't. <laughs> He's I mean, extreme for, enough <laughs> for like yeah for the the, the two hundred grand he's going to get for that I don't, that's not going to go very far so no I I don't think he's going to be around long yeah let's talk about a draft prospect former Ohio State defensive end star Chase Young is not planning to take part in any combine combine drills this week that's from Ian Rappaport the projected top three pick will be present for interviews and medicals but is not going to take part in combine drills no same with uh, Joe Burrow since I've written this and the time we've been on. Uh, Joe Burrow is also not participating in drills. Uh, they got nothing to gain from doing the drills. Especially quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I mean, even Chase Young, just no point in really doing it. Just uh, He's going to go He's gonna go in the top three. And it, did Bosa do the same thing last year? Obviously, he missed the majority of his season with injury. Yeah, so I think... I, I seem to remember Bosa ran... Did he run at his pro day? It might be his pro I'm pretty sure he ran... A forty time at the combine. I could be well wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong. I yeah. don't know. I seem to think he did a couple of things. He didn't go crazy. I seem to think he didn't lift, which makes sense because of his injury. Yeah. So, um, I don't think there's anything to gain from Chase Young taking part in the combine. I mean, it's all on tape, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the best player in the class. Yeah. So, uh, nothing to gain or to lose. So. Yeah, just let him do what he needs to do. Interview, that's the key part for him now. And just not to mess that one, that bit up. 100%. So the Jacksonville Jaguars have decided to decline defensive tackle Marcel Derris's $19.5 million option. I mean, that's not a shock. It's I, a lot of cheddar. I wouldn't pay him that. He's not worth it. Fire the cannons, Murph. We're moving on to the Buccaneers and they are changing their uniforms again. Is this like... We saw the little spray paint video. Is this now a legit thing? It's a legit thing. They announced on Monday that they are changing... Uh, the uniforms for 2020 due to fan requests uh, only taken six years the current uniforms with the alarm clock numbers do you think they're going to go? 100% they're going um, as a Bucks fan did you like the alarm clock numbers? no I hate them they're, they're just ugly the, the, the thing is I didn't mind the colour scheme I didn't love it but I didn't mind it but I think they're going to go back to red which they wore during the Super Bowl um, I th- that's my gut feeling. There might be a little nod to the creamsicle somewhere. Do but... they not wear red now then? Yeah, but it's a different shade of red. Okay. They wear like a, a more bold, like a highlighter red now. Whereas before it was like quite a dark, almost crimson. red skinny red. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm not the best guy to have a colour no, no, no. conversation so, with. Yeah, it was definitely more like a blood crimson red. It was okay. a, like a really deep dark red that they played in previously so that that i think is what they're going to go back to i think there might be a nod to the cream school there might even have the cream school throwback but i think it'd be the dark red is where i personally think it goes but it's exciting because it's been six years with ugly uniforms um i would say that the buccaneers uniforms are in the bottom two or three worst uniforms in the nfl do you think they're are they allowed to change all the parts of it or is it just the jersey no they don't change anything So, and the good thing is the colour rush goes. I hate the colour rush. Or the pure red one? Oh, I hate it. I, it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. 
Do you hate all Colour Rush cheat jerseys? No, no, no. I love I love the idea of the Colour Rush jersey. I love, yeah, me too. I just really hate the Bucks one. What? Like, it's really disgustingly bad. Is that because of the colour red? It's just a weird red. It's like a... It's, it's like someone's taken a red and then just really brightened it up. It's like red painted over orange. Red. It's just a really b- bizarre red. Yeah. I just don't like it. I don't, I don't, it's, it's like that colour red of your inflatable. But it for, just doesn't for, look um, right on a jersey with the dark colour. I, I, with pewter... Yeah, yeah, I'm just not a fan. I mean, I mean, for the record, this is an audio podcast. So Murph was pointing out my son's inflatable ladybird garden inflatable thing water <laughs> yeah i don't know you fill it with water and somebody splashes about in it no. it's very red and i'm colorblind so it must be horrendously bright for you it's very bright it's, it's yeah not a fan of the color rush so if we have creams cool color rushes that would be sick creams to cool color rushes. that's similar no, no it's not no, similar it's to not that. like anything in here okay that would be amazing I've, I've got sort of a uh almost the same color as the salute to service hoodies this year like a you see the colour of that It just pen. looks like an orange pen. Right, so it's, it's like an orange, but it's a bit lighter than an orange. Okay. That's the cream score. Again, Murph, not great audio. <laughs> <laughs> Once more, for the record, Rush Nation, Murph held up a pen for me to observe, and it was orange. No. Uh, so when Saints quarterback Drew Brees plays in just one game in the 20s, 20- is that what you're projecting him to play one game? <laughs> so he- no, 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 I'm just saying if he plays just one game. If he plays just one game in the 2020 season, he'll become the 20th player in NFL history to play in 20 seasons. It will also be marked with a paper certificate oh, no. to be given to him oh, at God. some point, at the most inconvenient point of the game. Probably like on the 19th snap of the game where they are like, uh, first and first and ten on the twenty-five yard line. There'll be confetti, and they'll have there'll to be get confetti. Blowers out. His family will come out. Um, they'll probably wheel out some form of like paper mache statue. Paper mache. <laughs> get your print sticks out, everyone. <laughs> oh, what was they, that glue called? Like Copy decks. Yeah. Oh, that stunk of fish. So that he would be, and he have to go out and ride out on it like a champ. <laughs> But don't get it wet because it will dissolve. <laughs> that I actually wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, so all the Saints are doing wrong is their mid-game certificate giving. They're just they need to pep it up a little bit and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just or just do it after the game. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, I but mean it's... just do it after the game. Like take him up to like some sort of booth and congratulate you know. him up there. Or you can even have the guy like abseil in or like use a zip line or something i don't know, just get jackson to do it yeah any any basically anything so the nfl and nfl pa have agreed to push back franchise and transition tag deadlines to two days later than originally planned so they are now set for february the 27th through march the 12th that's thursday so thursday till march 12th so that's like the official tampering period and then when the tags can be designated as well so just pushed it back a couple of days there's going to be a few more tags this year, isn't there? Because teams can use both right this time. Uh, they always could. Really? I thought this was the first time they could use both tags. Uh, I think there's just this is a time when there just seems to be circumstances where people feel the need to use both. Okay. Um, the transition tag doesn't get used all that often. But there's just a lot of players that seem to be up at their contracts this year. So there'll be more. And especially because... a, lot of, a lot of stars. Right. So that might be why. Talking of stars, Mason Crosby. 
No. Well, not. I mean, he's a kicker, isn't he? Kicker, yeah. Mason Crosby's agent announced Saturday that the long-time kicker is staying with the Packers for another three years after re-signing with Green Bay. See, I thought Mason Crosby was already 40-odd. I could be wrong. I don't know. He sounds boring. I mean, he, he is not a young... He's not really a kicker you want either. Wow. Let me, let me guess. So he's definitely not 40. No. 29. No, he's older than that. Oh, okay, tell me. He's 35. Huh. Smidge older than me. Well, yeah, he's basically a little bit older than me. I'm going to show you a picture of Mason Crosby. No, no, I thought he was older too. I Again, mean, Murph, this is super Really great audio. So I'm showing you a picture of Mason Crosby <laughs> with completely grey hair. He's quite a dashing fellow with grey hair. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's like a... Talking of which, I think you'd suit grey hair, Murph. I'm getting there. Give me two years. I'll be grey. Oh, I'm taking the over on that. Yeah. Not in two years. Man, I'm quite grey now. There'll be a little pepper thrown in there, but you won't be fully grey. There's quite grey. a lot in there, man. Again, this is not great audio. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the title of this podcast is going to be. Not great audio. <laughs> but then there needs to be a parenthesis. Actual audio is fire. Just fire. Just saying. So Don Wink Martindale, don't know, Murph, you're going to have to help me out here, I don't know who that is. What? No. I'll read the thing and then you can explain. So Don Wink Martindale might be a head coach soon, he can boast of being the league's highest paid DC in the interim after signing a three-year extension with the Ravens. Defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard his name. He was like linked to a lot of high-profile head coaching jobs this year. Do you know if he's going to be? Well, no, he didn't get a job because the Ravens went. I mean, they didn't go deep. They they went in different directions, but he did interview. Uh, he'll be head coach. He's he's like the new... I don't want to say the new Fangio. I think that's unfair. I, he, but he's like in that ilk of stalwart defensive minds. He'll get a job, if not next year, the year after. He'll definitely... He's in that cer- small circle of head coaches the, in the making. Like, he's definitely getting a head coaching job like very, the, very soon. The coming hotness. So the Jets yeah. have announced Saturday... That they have signed former first round pick Josh Doxon. Really? Yeah. I must have missed this huge news. Right. Doxon, formerly of the Redskins, is coming off a season with the Vikings. Didn't even know he played for the Vikings. Thought he was still at the Redskins. Played one game. Yeah, he did. I mean, I didn't know that. There you go. It's, that, that's, that's what I like to do with the news. I like to teach you a little bit. T- every day's a school day, baby. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I guess Robbie Anderson's on the go, isn't he? They're, they're not going to pick up. Nah, you know, Josh Dotson, he'll be good for, you know, 7 to 15 plays a year. Oh, he's linking back up with Jameson Crowder. Oh, it's like the ultimate, like, reject pile of, of uh, Harsh. wide receivers there. And uh, who's the other chap who does <clears throat> his, the, who hurt his neck again? Uh, the slot receiver. That was one of your faves. Uh, begins with an O. Oh. It's, it's the off-season. Yeah, it's the off-season and it's late rush nation. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor said you expect my boy AJ Green to stay with Cincinnati. Green played nine games over the past two seasons. Oh, man. Two. He's not staying with Cincinnati. Do you not think? No. Why would he stay? Because he said he wants to. He says he wants to stay in Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what why. What for? Because the Joe Hall Burrow. Of fame? No. He's not getting in. No. I mean, it's just it's nearby. He can oh. go visit on the weekends. Maybe he has. Maybe that's why he's staying, because he <laughs> likes it so much. Maybe he has a... Yeah, I mean, that's a good reason. And he's near the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. How'd you get in that? Pay a ticket and go. No, I mean, as a rock and roller. Oh, you got to sell albums and stuff. Okay. He's not getting in. Well, not to the rock and roll. We don't know that. He might have a pseudonym. 
Oh, did you see the thing about Madison Baumgartner? Who? The oh, the picture, the Giants picture. Did you see his alter ego? He's got a rodeo alter ego called something Simpson. Krusty the Clown. No, no, no. It's definitely not Krusty. But he won a competition in the baseball offseason and won twenty five grand. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he was injured half the baseball season. Yeah, I mean, the, just heading off to a rodeo to win it. What do you even do? It is that bull riding? Yeah, got to stay on the ball. I love PBR. Is that what it's called? PBR Pro Bull Riding, man. The Brazilians are really good at it, but they, and they're not stupid either. They don't wear just cowboy hats. They wear full-on helmet with face shields. Tune on to uh, Sky Sports 47, the, the uh, world sports channel. Is that where it is? Apparently. I, mean, I quite Sky enjoy Sports it. Sky have like 900 channels now. I, I like the fact that they breed these bulls specifically to try and throw men off with inside eight seconds. I mean, is that a sport? I mean, how do you even get into that sort of thing? Let's just sit on this thing and see if I can hang on. Madness. Absolute madness. Get well soon, AJ Green. Please play more than two games in the next eight seasons. Or the other way around. Whatever. NFL owners approved the tier terms of a potential new collective bargaining agreement Murph, between the league and the NFL Players Association. The league said in a statement following the owners meeting in, a new, in New York Thursday. Yeah, we're still waiting on the... Um... Players. Players Association to approve. Uh, it could be this week. Do you think it gets done? Uh, I think it's very close. Which is good news for all of us. I mean, yeah, it means no holdout. It means it's been done efficiently. It means we don't have to have the will we play, will we see football next year. It means you'll hear us in your ears, um, will you? Yeah, uh, the big changes to it are um, Possible 14 seven. teams in the playoffs. Yep. That might take a couple of years to come into effect. And 17-game um, season. Um, not decided on the bye weeks as in will there be an extra bye week or anything like that some of this stuff has still got to be worked out but uh, that would change fantasy football wouldn't it it would change fantasy football it would change, the, it would change everything it's fine I think uh, it's good it means a slightly longer season some people are really against it for uh, obvious reasons um, but I, I, the really big thing with it and the part they have to get over is that anyone that's on a contract now they're effectively for that 17th game are playing. They worked it out that I think if there's anybody over, I can't remember if it's four or five million a year, is effectively taking a pay cut for that last game, where they only receive a very small fraction of what they would normally earn. Okay, well that makes sense, I guess, because you're adding a term into their playing. Into yeah, I think you even need to work out, and I think that's what. So it's it's basically like. I'm on, let's say I'm on 50 grand a show, and then you throw an extra show in there and I only get like five grand for it. Spoiler alert, Murph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I really going to be happy and put my best work into that last game? I mean, that, that's the things they're going to have to work out. But we'll see. It's it's going to be interesting, and I hope it gets wrapped up and we can talk more about what the changes are going to be. I'd love to do that next week um, in more detail and what it might look like and even get some guests on that will know some stuff about this but yeah there must be people out there who know a lot more than we do or especially me I don't know anything about this player 100% so um, I'll tell you I mean, what the playoffs is quite easy to explain so it's going to be 14 uh, teams so it'll be 7 teams just one team getting a bye as opposed to correct two. and then there'll be um, 6 teams playing a wildcard weekend yeah no I saw that and that was fairly understandable um what is exciting, Murph, is NFL Europe shop. I've got a sale on at the moment. I think got like 50% off. Some there. of their items are 50% off. Yeah, which is even more exciting is if you use the code 5YARDRUSH, do you get 10% off the 50%? Oh, you do. So stuff's almost free. It's basically, yeah. 
It's basically almost free. So yeah, head over to the uh, NFL Shop Europe. I saw some items on there. So those people who are like Rams fans, you can get Rams jerseys for like under forty pounds. That is stupid cheap. Which is like ridiculous. <laughs> That's so good. If you think about and like, it's not like football where they change the jersey every year. Don't buy a Bucks jersey. Yeah, I mean, don't <laughs> buy a Bucks jersey. Don't buy a Browns jersey. But a Rams jersey, for example, if you're if you're a Rams fan. That jersey's not changing next season, as far as we're aware right now. So you could buy that jersey, and you'll have next year's jersey effectively. For like, it's, it's like I think it's like forty or thirty-eight pounds plus shipping. I mean, that's that's incredible. My like football, as in the other football shirts, are like now like fifty, sixty quid. And like NFL shirts are bigger, they're better quality. They they're just awesome. And they last five years, as opposed to the one year you get for exactly. A shirt. So many positives just and. Hats and all that sort of stuff. You can there. avoid shipping by buddying up with your friend. Both use it well. You know, if you use the code Five Yard Rush, get ten percent of your order, and then you won't pay shipping if it's over a certain amount. So if you both get a jersey, free shipping. Do you know what I'm going to do? Yep. The first person on Twitter that sends us confirmation that they have ordered something with the Five Yard Rush code will gain exclusive entry into a very exclusive league that we will run this year. Okay. Exclusive entry into an exclusive league. Yeah. Man, that is exclusivity at its finest. Absolute exclusivity. Am I in that yet? Well, we're coming. Okay. So, like, it'll be, like, a really... Velvety. It'll be, like, invite only. With the creme de la creme. We'll try and even get a couple of analysts in there. Ooh. Just a bit of fun with some top, top people. So if you use the code 5YardRush on NFL uh, Europe shop and you send us the confirmation of proof that you've used the code, I don't want the screen grab of it in the cart. I want to see it like an order confirmation, blackout details, whatever. You will get exclusive entry into the exclusive league. That we will run. Can I, can I do it? Uh, I mean, you can. You're but in I, the league, so... So I won't count. But, I mean, you can do it. I really want a Chiefs snapback. The Super Bowl parade snapback. It's cool. Then do it. Before it goes out of stock, because loads of people are buying it. Ah. Well, that's what I'm doing when I get home, Rush Nation. I'm buying a new hat. Because I need more. <laughs> yeah, because you only, you only... You got one today. I did get one. Shout out to my sister who went to New York last week and bought me back a Jack, Jets one. I mean, they probably paid her to take it. Well, whatever. It's nice, you know. It's lovely. I mean, it's got green. It says Jets. I mean, what do you want? J-E-T-E. Jet, Jet, Jet. That's just J- <laughs> Jetty. That's what the guy did at the draft, didn't he? What, J-E-T-E. Yeah. He got it wrong in the chant. <laughs> Everyone... Jetty, Jetty. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I don't know if it was last... I think it was two years ago. The guy, when he got up onto the podium, was like, J-E-T-E. Jets, Jets, Jets. And was everyone was like, right. You've done that horrendously. That reminds me of a really sad um, point. So, um, I don't know if... Do you remember last year's draft no. with we, the Buccaneers? No. When they announced Devin White, oh, they had a, a, a Make-A-Wish kid. He passed away this week. Oh, that is Casey Reynolds the third, I think he was. Desperately sad news. Yeah, he passed away. So, unfortunately, just uh, not even a year on from when he made that pick. Uh, yeah, passed away, lost his battle with uh, cancer or... Well, I'm sure Mr. White will. Well, his family are very well known in the Bucks community. Um, he's well known um, 
some people I know uh, had met him and everything, so it is sad. Um, but yeah, just what, what you said there just made me think of that. Excellent news. Well, to end on. Yeah. Boom, <laughs> drop the mic, we're done. Which is pretty much where we're going to be. I mean, spoiler alert, Rush Nation. It's the second time I've said spoiler alert and now the third, but we just don't have time for the RB1's analysis this week, so we will drop it next week. Unless Murph and I get onto the news next week and then who knows. But it will come and with the quarterbacks I'm sure you will agree it is definitely worth it. Yeah, it's a really uh, big insight. I go slightly beyond the 24. I think I do 29 running backs. Ooh, controversial. Well, the reason why is just there's a couple of guys I wanted to talk about who based on their averages would have been in the top 24 but missed some games. Okay, fair. And there's some interesting data in, in there. So... Um, spoiler alert the people I'm Bing. talking about are like uh, <laughs> James Connor, Devin Singletree um, and so forth uh, Raheem Mostert stop ruining it it's coming next week well, well that part won't that'll be the week after oh yeah <laughs> people forget yeah people have already forgotten Murph don't forget Rush Nation head over to 5yardrush.co.uk get on the shop and get yourself some sick merch because it's nice yes I enjoy it also, last shout out to Neil Simmons. So Neil Simmons is a guy who reached out to us on Twitter. Uh, he has started a really cool uh, concept league. Basically, it's the British Fantasy Football League. And he's basically done it. Uh, it's a 16-team league uh, where each league is a town. Um, bit controversial that one of the lads uh, changed one of the locations from something else to London when he lives in Cambridge. I was a bit dubious about that, especially as there's several lads in the group who live in London. We live just very much outside London, but not very far. Um, We are the owners of the Bristol Trojans. We have our own Twitter page for the Bristol Trojans. Really? Yeah. Been busy. Bristol is one of my favourite cities. It's where I have my stag do. And you know what? That's probably the best thing that's ever happened to Bristol. So I figured, let's get him a ring. Let's bring a title home. We draft in the 104 spot. I'm pretty sure our boy Ash lives out that way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash is in that league as well. Of course he is. But we took Bristol before he joined. <laughs> and your face, Ash. So he can come by and watch the champions. We'll arrange a parade. We'll probably have to, if we win that, we'll probably have to go to Bristol. And People just... could stand in the back of my truck like a really, <laughs> a really small double-decker. That'd be amazing. So, yeah, so we're going to so we're gonna do loads of things. Uh just we'll probably do parts of our draft on there and uh, so you can follow at Bristol Trojans uh, and, and make a sucky comment in the bio um, but yeah <laughs> lot, lot, shout out to Neil Simmons it's a cool idea uh, based on locations and mini leagues Ben Rolf's in it Nick uh, Owen is in it who's our, one of the writers Ash is in it um, there's some really cool guys uh, in there shout out to the re- FF yeah I know turned up uh, FF Blue Brothers Peter Gunn's in there there's a few uh, other uh, guys in it. it it seems like there's a bit of a chat going in the league it's it's good fun it should be a lot of fun um it's just a cool idea he's going to do it all himself website a whole lot so shout out to him for thanks for inviting us uh we're going to rep we're going to take home a ship um and we're going to plant it in bristol's harbour um and yes let, and next let... to uh mate ss great britain <laughs> that's right and it'll be the first time bristol have won and asterisk not verified Sounds true though. <laughs> I can't remember. If, I can't remember a Bristol Championship team anywhere. They might have. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tiddly winks or bowling or something. But. 
Watch out, Bristol. We are coming for we're you. Coming. We're coming to put Bristol back on the map. Actually, wait. I've got one more shout out. Shout out to Pitsy, our boy wrote for reviews and previews for the One Point Listener League. And uh, I sort of coerced him into writing something in the off season just to see if he. And he produced an absolute banger on the memoirs of being a fantasy commission. So if you do fancy writing something for us and let us have a little look at it so you can get yourself on the site, write it up, email it to us, send it over on Twitter, whatever you want to do. All our contact deets are on the website. If you fancy it, let us know. Hey, man. Love to receive new content. If you have ever wanted to write and have never done it before, uh, 18 months ago, is that right? Yeah, 18 months ago, I'd never written anything. And now I've been accepted into the Fantasy Sports Writers Association. There you go, Rush Nation. That's so how you do that's it. That's living the dream. You've got it right here. Um, so if I can do it, anyone can do it. Um, Don't it just, shoot yourself down, man. You're right. Well, uh, eh, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, anyone can do it. You know, if you need guidance, I, the biggest thing that people come to me, I'm interested in writing for you, and I the the question I'm always going to ask you is, okay, what are you going to write about? Well, I don't know. I mean, come come with an idea. Yeah. Come with something that is different. Something that isn't like if you think of a way, if you think of things differently to the way other people think, that's really cool. If it's controversial, don't mind. If it's unique, that that's literally the only criteria. It's just got to be at least your own take on something. Um, that is exactly all we're after. The take has to be your own. And if it's on players or whatever it is, if you've got the reasoning behind it and some stats to back it up, we're on board. Amen. That's that's it. So. You know, don't just say, I'd like to write with you. What would you like me to write about? Because I don't I don't really, like, we write our own ideas. If if I think of an idea, I'm going to want to write about it. Yes, That's kind of how I, 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 I tend to work. Like, if I find something interesting, and I, I want to write about it. So think about what you, what is your, like, if your passion is uh, different league formats, if your passion is a certain position in fantasy football, if your passion is, uh, rookies. If your passion is college football, if your passion is just Brit ball, anything, just let us know. Like, we'll probably take most things, especially in the off season. So. Yes, uh, come write for us at Five Yard Rush on Twitter. Let us know what you want to write about, and we'll get it done. Murph, I can't wait to chat on Thursday, man. Guest yeah. is going to be absolutely bad boy. Yeah, cool, cool guy. Looking forward to doing this yeah, for sure. Rush Nation. That's it. No running backs this week. Hold tight for them next week. But until Thursday's show, as always, don't forget, keep rushing. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.